Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of ServerMexis podcast on our star processes and applications. I'm Karen Gorgalo, Business Unit Manager for Industrial Processes and Emissions. In this episode, we will be discussing the rec- Reduction Iron Process, or DRI, and I'm joined today by Min Woo Lim, which you should already be familiar with if you have listened to our podcast on liquefied natural gas and on ethylene dichloride premises. And all this, of course, podcasts you can find on the expertise section of our website. Our second guest today, which a bit newer to the podcast recording for Servermax, is one of our product managers, Keith Warren. But I think gives some, obviously, opportunity for Minwoo and Keith to introduce themselves. Please go ahead. Start with you, Minwoo. Hello everyone, I'm Minurim, the application engineer in Asia Pacific. Thank you for inviting me to the DRI application podcast. And my name is Keith Warren, I'm the product manager for Process Oxygen and Zirconia here at Servmex, based in the uh, United Kingdom Technical Centre in Crowborough. Thank you. So DRI or Direct Reduction Iron Process. Those who are not familiar with the process, direct reduction of iron is when oxygen is removed from iron or other materials which contain iron. This reaction happens in the solid state. Mention it is a reduction process. The reducing agents that are used are carbon monoxide and hydrogen. These two components can come from either natural gas syngas or coal. Decades ago, the more traditional way of producing iron is utilizing a chemical reaction between iron oxide and carbon monoxide generated from heating coke in a blast furnace. However, since then, there are now more reliable and more productive processes to produce three different types of iron cold, hot, and hot briquetted iron. So with these three types of iron that I've mentioned, Minu, can you provide obviously some information on the differences between these and how they are produced? Yep. In DRI process, there are three types of the DRI as the cold DRI and hot DRI and hot briquet iron. Cold DRI is that after reduction, the DRI is cooled in the lower part of the shaft furnace to about 50 degrees C. This material is typically used in the nearby electric arc furnace and passivated to prevent reoxidation and loss of the metallization. Cooled DRI is ideal for the continuous charging to electric arc furnace. Hot DRI is that DRI can be transported to the agent electric acupunist at up to 650 degrees C to take advantage of the sensible heat, which allows the steam maker to increase the productivity and reduce the production cost. Last one is the hot briquet iron, is the preferred DRI production for the merchant metallic markup because it is much danger than cold DRI, which reduces the reoxidation rate and minimizes yield losses from the brick acid. 
HVI is made by compressing DRI discharged from the shop furnace at over the 650 degrees C into pillow-shaped briquettes. Thanks, Minwu. With the name of the process, the REC reduction, it is a reduction process. There are different reduction reactions that are involved when iron is produced. So, Keith, can you provide the different types of reactions, please? Yeah, principally, there's two reaction types in the direct iron reduction process. The first really is where you can use hydrogen to remove the oxygen from the iron ore by direct reduction where the hydrogen reacts to form a water vapour. And there's also the ability to use carbon monoxide to remove oxygen from the iron ore, where that will then produce iron and the byproduct of CO2. The hydrogen iron reduction technology is principally a new technology where you're using hydrogen instead of coal as a reducing agent, and that extracts the iron from iron ore. The water is emitted instead of carbon dioxide during the steel production process, and this can significantly reduce the carbon impacts of the process because you are no longer producing CO2. Instead of the existing furnace as a melting furnace, a reduction reaction between the hydrogen and iron ore occurs through a facility called a fluid reduction furnace to produce the iron. And low carbon iron still has a disadvantage in that it is less economical as the unit price of hydrogen is typically four times that of coal. So with the use of hydrogen for reduction means that it will result to no carbon dioxide emissions which is key in making the process cleaner. However, there's also the consideration with costs, as you mentioned. So now that we know how iron can be produced in the different types of reduction reactions, as with any reaction or process, they need to be controlled to be as safe and as efficient as possible. And to achieve this, the gases that are involved in the process uh, need to be measured. Can you please highlight, Minwo, some of the key measurement requirements in the DRI process? DRI process is low carbon dioxide emission application they're making using the virgin iron ore in the electric arc planes. The iron ore is heated as it descends through the sharp furnace and oxygen is removed from the ore using the counter-following gases with the high hydrogen and carbon monoxide content. This process required the accurate gas monitoring for the efficient operation. The direct reduction ion process required the variety of the gas measurement point. Since natural gas is used in the pit gas or shaft furnace, methane measurement is required and natural gas is converted to the reducing gas in Lipperman. CO and carbon dioxide and water measurement are required. The DRI process records the multiple point of the methane and carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide and water measurement. Spectra XF 2500 can be applied. In addition, the point with heat exchanger and cooling gas is supplied from the harness record the oxygen measurement with the oxy oxy because at 2200. So you've mentioned Minwoo about making the process efficient. 
but we also have to consider the gases that are produced from a DRI process that are emitted to the atmosphere, to the environment. And of course, this is a major application for any process. So with emissions monitoring, what would be the typical gases that would need to be considered from a emissions monitoring application? Emission monitoring is also the important part of the DRI process. The reaction between the counterflow gases and iron oxide in the all produced metallic iron and water vapor and carbon dioxide. In addition, the process may generate the nitrogen oxide as the NOx, which must be continuously monitored to ensure environmental compliance. We can apply the subflow 4900 gas to the emission monitoring solution. Thank you, Minwoo. You have mentioned, of course, one of Cybermax's products, the Cyberpro 4900 multi-gas, which can be used for emissions monitoring. So if we go back then to the products that can then be used for process control, Oxy and Oxyxac was also mentioned. Keith, can you give a bit more information on the Oxy and Oxyxac and other products in Cybermax's portfolio that can also be used in the DRI process? Principally, we have two products for the measurement of process oxygen, which is the Cervmex Oxy1900 and the Cervmex Oxyxac. 2200 products. Both products are of an industrial design and are able to be installed into a zone one, class one, division one certification environment. So they're very rugged and industrial analyzers, which are ideally suited for this DRI application. The products also have a SIL2 hardware certification should that be required. Both of our products are really optimized for safety and process control applications, and they can both be incorporated into a measurement voting system should that also be required. The Servmex Spectra Exact is a separate product that's really optimized for measurements such as carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide, methane, and H2O measurements in DRI applications. So the two combined provide a perfect mix of analyzer products for this application. The 2500 Spectra Exact also has hazardous air certification and is of an industrial design suitable for DRI installations. Certification is Zone 2 and also has a Zone 1 option as well using a purge system. And finally, we have our 4900 multi-gas emissions analyzer, which is of a rack mount type design, typically installed as part of a wider sampling system with sample conditioning so that the emission samples can be uh, presented to the analyzer in an optimal way. That analyzer can measure typically oxygen, carbon dioxide, sulfur dioxide, NOx, and of course, oxygen. And this product has had a long history of being certified with TV and MSERTS emissions approval. So it's a well-proven analyzer for emissions applications. So I think last part I said about emissions, but with the process control applications in DRI, because the use of carbon monoxide, hydrogen, definitely consideration on having analyses such as the Oxy-1900, the Oxy-Exact 2200, and the Spectra-Exact 2500 series that are all certified for flammable samples, such as CO and hydrogen, in use for hazardous air installations. 
these products are suitable for VRI, but then there must be some additional considerations that we need to keep in mind when having a DRI process. We have products that are suitable for the different applications in a DRI process, but these are extractive analyses. So suitable sampling systems must be designed and used to make, of course, the reliability of the whole measurement system very good. And what would be these considerations in the sampling system that we have to highlight, Minwei? PDC gas or liquid gas will record the certification from the hazardous area because it contains the flame of gas, such as the methane. Therefore, not only measurement product, but also heater and cooler and solenoid bath included in the sampling system will be need to the installed with the explosion flow. The measurement point, such as the harness, also contain the high level of the moisture. So we should check the dew point and be careful not to contest in the cell. If customer have any question uh, regarding the DRI process and solution, uh, please co contact the Southwest team. We will write quickly. We can then look at the DRI process and different reduction reactions and the products that can be used for DRI. So discuss the applications and products in a DRI process. We also have to look at what, of course, the motivations with regards to the production of DRI. Can you please give a bit more background on this, Keith? Yeah, there's some real common challenges really in the iron industry generally in that there are um, no new blast furnaces being constructed currently really due to the environmental pollution and emission issues that such of the old star blast furnaces had. So direct iron reduction, obviously, it's potentially a much cleaner process by using the DRI process. However, of course, up to now, really, the processes used are the carbon monoxide or a zin gas containing carbon monoxide and typically hydrogen that's been produced from natural gas as the reduction gas. But of course, that in itself creates CO2 as a byproduct of the process. And with the new change in global emissions, the CO2 has its own pollution issues in that there's obviously drives to go down a carbon capture route for the process so that you actually capture the CO2 that you've generated from the process and are able to then store it or reuse that carbon dioxide. Or alternatively, of course, companies are looking at ways that they can operate the DRI process without generating so much or ideally no CO2 from the process. And to do that, they would need to use a different reducing gas and typically hydrogen is being looked at as that reducing gas, which will then obviously reduce the CO2 emissions considerably from the process as your only real emission of note would be water vapor, H2O. Of course, in order to use hydrogen in your direct time process, it's necessary to have a source of hydrogen fuel supplied for the process at the volumes required. And so companies have also got to look at the requirements for potentially on-site generation of hydrogen to supply the process. And that obviously ideally for a perfect low carbon application would be the generation of green hydrogen locally to the DRI facility. So hydrogen has been a gas that's been looked at as a clean alternative for the DRI process in the future. 
Thanks, Keith. So good to know a bit more background on the current status of the DRI market. We know, of course, that the use of iron is uh, quite important, you know, producing steel, which is the world's most important material in terms of engineering construction. And it's also very good to know that more energy efficient, cleaner DIY processes are being developed. So thank you, Keith and Minwoo, for your time, contribution. And thank you for our listeners to this episode of our podcast on DRI. Please visit our website, servermax.com. Click on the expertise section to find out more about the DRI process. There's a wealth of information you can find on our websites and also podcasts on our other store processes, such as LNG, ethylene oxide, and EDC process. Again, thank you for your time and bye for now. Thank you. Thank you.